What struck me about lunar samples was how totally foreign they are to the materials I was used to. I, I had done a lot of field work. I'd worked with granites, basalts, uh, soils on Earth. Uh, but the, the, the things that I found in the first samples I saw from the Apollo 16 drill core were just stunning. Here were basalts, fragments of lava that were almost four billion years old, and they were as fresh as if you'd collected them in Hawaii the day before. That just doesn't happen on Earth. Uh, the, the moon is a time capsule. It preserves rocks in states that just cannot be found on Earth, and that's one of the really intriguing things about the moon, is it's a very, very old encyclopedia. Uh, we can go back into events that occurred in the solar system far earlier than the things that we're familiar with on Earth. We can see things that have happened that uh, we have no record of on Earth. And in that regard, it's just a phenomenal repository of history. And when you get right down to it, at least in my perspective, geology is all about history on the very large scale, not within the span of a human lifetime, but within the span of billions of years. One of the key scientific questions that was in the forefront when the Apollo mission was being designed was, how did this thing form and what does it mean for us? Was it captured? Did it form along with us? Did it split off from the Earth? There is now something called a giant impact theory, the, the concept that a very large body at some point impacted the Earth. So there is an aspect of something coming from outside the Earth's regime, something then uh, forming around the Earth as a result of the impact and also with parts of it coming from the Earth. All of this seemed to, to play into this, this origin theory, and it's, uh, it, it's fascinating because uh, no one had thought of stringing those things together. They were all considered separate, and the, and the moon was able to unify this. The Earth is a complex system, and we still have poor understanding about what would happen if you tweaked part of that system. If you took away our moon, you know, what would really happen to the Earth? How would it have evolved? It would certainly be a different planet, but how different? Earth used to spin faster than it does now, and it has slowed down over time because of tidal drag from the moon. It has affected the length of our day. It affects the, the cycles within the Earth's ocean. All of this shows up in the way that life has evolved on Earth, the way we adapt to day-night cycles, the way our uh, life in the ocean has developed. Uh, it has moderated the way that the Earth behaves in many ways. There should be many Earth-like planets out there, but we're really special because of this complex interaction and relationship we have with our moon. It gives us a companion that uh, steadies our uh, dynamics in this habitable zone around the sun. We don't have serious extremes of uh, uh, orientation uh, that could really be a significant issue for uh, creating an environment that is steady enough, stable enough, and favorable enough for life. And th th it's a real question. You know, are we unique or not? How often does this happen, and how important is this relationship with our moon? Is it really, is it really that critical? And I, I don't have the answer for that, and I don't think anyone else really does right now, but it, it's something that deserves really serious consideration.
especially as we're looking at you know, the, the, the role of Earth and life in the universe. Thank <music> you.